This is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today, our special guests are Erica Freudenberger and Mary Beth Advocate. And we're going to be talking about libraries in the 21st century right after these important messages, so stay tuned. I promise I will. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to the second segment this morning of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Joyna Trebowasser. Hi. And Jonah, today we're talking um, with our very good friend, Erica Freudenberger from the Red Hook Library. She's marrying the librarian there. Ha ha. Right. Wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge. Mm-hmm. And her colleague, Mary Beth Advocate, who's from the Mid-Hudson Library System. And we're discussing the uh, libraries kind of not keeping up with the technology age, but they've really been leading the technology age. Libraries in the 21st century. And we're going to get into a little bit more detail about that. I know, Mary Beth, when we were um, off mic in the break, you had brought up a very good discussion point for us today about the, you call it the workforce development. So let's get right to it. Exactly what do you mean by that? first have to say good morning. Good morning, Mary Beth Advocate. Good morning. Good morning, Erica Freudenberger. Good morning, Joan. Don't mind Thanks me. so much for having us here. I have oh, no manners. Don't mind me. Well, now, now we can answer. Now, can, can I ask a question? Because we've forgotten it, including me. Workforce Let me, development. Okay. So we were discussing off mic workforce development. What exactly is that, Mary Beth? So libraries are busier now than ever before with more people coming in the doors. And a lot of people are coming in to use the public access computers and to get support either looking for a job or to advance their careers. So That's an important point. Many libraries in the Manhattan Library system have computers for patrons use right there in the lobbies, right? Yeah. And they also have free Wi-Fi. Absolutely. So among all the different users that come in to use the library computers, across our region, between 1,000 and 1,500 times a week, people are coming in to look for help with finding jobs. So the libraries have a, a resources that could be used at the library or with your library card from your computer at home to help write a resume, um, get online support with cover letters, and all sorts of things to help people find jobs. So we the know. library is still the heart of a community in a uh, lot of ways. It really is. Especially in Red Hook, where we have the librarian, Erica Freudenberg, with us here today on Radio Rotary. I know, she's a um, force of nature, Before Erica. we talk to Erica, let's ask Mary Beth to give us the website where people can learn about what the library system offers. What's the website? MidHudson.org slash libraries. One more time. MidHudson.org slash libraries. And folks at home, get a a pencil and paper because we will repeat that uh, in the second half of the show. So, Erica Freudenberger, you're the librarian in Red Hook, and we have a lovely library in Red Hook. It's uh, quite the uh, historical building. It's got eight sides to it. Tell us a little bit about that. That's right. We're in a mid 
19th century octagonal building mm-hmm. that was inspired by the designs of Orson Squire Fowler, who was an architect who based his plans for buildings on the science of phrenology, the now lost science of phrenology, which is determining people's personality type by the shape of their head. Oh, is that right? That is What right. can you tell from the shape of my head, other than the fact that I've lost most of my Do hair? Do we really <laughs> want to know this? I'm sorry, I need to step in. Yeah, all right. So go ahead. Well, many. Uh, sadly, I've not been trained in the okay. science, so I'm not. I can't speak to that. That would be a good answer. Yeah, <laughs> but one of the things that um, why Orson Squire Fowler was a big proponent of an octagonal building is he thought that that was the optimum size to help people's brains expand and really? learn. Oh, wow. So it turns out it's very fitting that in 1935 the library moved into this building. It was built actually as a private house, mm-hmm. not as a library. And when we did the renovations in 2010 and 2011, one of the things we do, because as you can imagine, the weight of books is quite a lot. The library had sunk about four inches. Really? So we had to raise the building and run some steel beams in to kind of secure the building for the next, hopefully, 100 to 200 years. Well, folks at home, it's worth the trip to Red Hook. Just take a look at this beautiful building on South Broadway in Red Hook, the Red Hook Public Library. But let's get down to a, a very, very uh, central issue here with libraries today. You know, everyone's looking at their uh, digital media, their Kindles, their Nooks, their iPads, their i whatever it is, the phones. Uh, kids today are all going out uh, on the websites to Google to look things up. Are, re- are libraries still relevant in the 21st century? Mary Beth, what do you think about that? Definitely. Um, libraries are representative of their community. Mm-hmm. So what's ever important to the community, the library really sees the value of community dollars and supports those community activities. And, and that, I would just add, I think libraries are not only relevant, they're essential at this wow. point. Because, yes, and I will make that point. <laughs> okay, please do. <laughs> because as um, a famous author said, the internet has so much information, and there's millions of answers out there. But librarians can help you find the right answer, and that's what's really important, yeah, is mean, being able to determine what is quality information and connecting our patrons to that. I mean, people at home have to understand that anybody could put something out on the internet. A lot of it's bogus. And, for example, a lot of people use this um, Wikipedia, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah? Right. And there's nobody. Is everybody vetting that stuff? That is it. Like, like, like when I was a kid. Well, some of those sites, the people who who have been written about, right. can't correct it when it's about themselves. Is like, that right? you you have I, the wrong college I went to, or you have you know the wrong hometown I'm from, and they won't take it from the source. Really, a lot of these yeah. sites. Yes, I just I, read an article boy, about that. When I was a boy, you, you know, if you had to research a, a term paper, you went to the library, took down the Encyclopedia Britannica, and you know, it was a it was a uh, a source that was vetted and, and respected and, you know, got into real books with like pages. Like a Julia Child recipe. Yes. Had been know. tested. And, you know, looked it up and, and cited with footnotes. Of course, in my day, these books were all engraved on slabs, rock slabs. <laughs> but, uh, yes, so, like I said before. Uh, is that a problem, Erica or, or Mary Beth, with um, people using the internet, uh, bogus websites or untested websites? Well, one of the things that we do, and we're very fortunate through being a part of Mid-Hudson Library System, is that we're able to offer databases mm-hmm. for any number of things. So for kids who need to do homework or whatever, because we do actually still have encyclopedias, but honestly, most kids, all that information, because it is updated so rapidly now, and technology has changed how we access information, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we now get that information online, but mm-hmm. it's through vetted sources. We're basically curating information 
information for our patrons so that they can we know that they're getting good quality information. Mm-hmm. That's our job. Right. And Mary Beth with the uh, Mid-Hudson Library System, Mary Beth Advocate, if people do have uh, these uh, Kindles and Nooks and other e-readers, I understand that they can download free books from the Mid-Hudson Library System. So I guess if you can't beat them, you've decided to join them. Absolutely. And people love that because of the accessibility. They also like it because on their device they can bump up the print and make it large enough to read without reading glasses. I have to confess that I do that. (laughs) And uh, people who have a hard time uh, getting to a library, maybe they don't have a car, they can use the library and download books. The library is still accessible to them. Absolutely. Mary Beth, did did we hit enough discussion points for you about the workforce development? Is there anything else that you wanted to add about that? That libraries have key resources that you can use either in the library or from home to help you get a job or advance your career. Okay. And I also just want to echo what Mary Beth is saying, and we see a huge need for this and have started offering job search clinics twice a month where people can sign up. Yeah, and come in and have help, one-on-one help with somebody. Is that that a free uh, service? It's absolutely free. Or actually I say with libraries, you know, we always say everything's free, but it's not. It's prepaid because it is, of course, paid through to through tax funded dollars. Sure, but it's one of the great things. It's that we can take this money from the community and, and give make, back to yeah, the community. give back to the community, but also really use it so that, like in Red Hook, we've figured out that the community is getting for the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year that we get in taxpayer money, it's getting a return of about one point seven million dollars in goods and services. So Let's that's a pretty say good that investment. Again. Say that again quickly in the few seconds we have left. So we we libraries do what? They generate income and and economic stimulation directly back into the communities that they serve. So for every quarter of a million dollars, it's over $1 million returned. 1.7 million. 1.7 million. That's a 600% return on your money. If you could get that someplace, wouldn't you invest in it? Let me know. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to find out more about uh, libraries from our two very special guests, Erica Freudenberger of the Red Hook Library and Mary Beth Advocate of the Mid-Hudson Library System in just a moment. But first, let's remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary, on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois and my co-host is the extremely literate Sarah O'Connell and our very special guests, Erica Freudenberger, librarian from Red Hook and Mary Beth Advocate of the Mid-Hudson Library System. And Sarah, who has the erudite good taste to bring (laughs) us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Millbrook, and Nanuet, New York. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess County, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Check us out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. 
Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Marion, Madam Librarian, What can I do, my dear? Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to the second half of Radio Rotary. This morning, I am joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. Hi. Hi, Jonah. Can I, can I just say that was Shh. the immortal... Can I say it anyway? That was the immortal <laughs> Robert Preston singing Marion the Librarian. Yeah, it really is iconic. And that's one of the most clever, clever production numbers ever in the history of American musical theater is the Marion Librarian with the soft shoe number right. and all the clever tricks and things that happened um, I played the, the mayor. Library. I played the mayor in that show. At the I played your daughter. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. You are young enough to be my I daughter. I am Zanita Shin. And, like and, and, 5,000 Zanita Shins later, here right. I am on Radio Rotary with you. And with Erica <laughs> and the Librarian. Erica Freudenberger, who is the librarian librarian in Red Hook, and by Mary Beth Advocate, who is with the Mid-Hudson Library Systems. And we were talking a little bit off mic about the relationship and the partnership and how one, um, the Mid-Hudson System uh, really supports and helps the local, the community libraries throughout our area. And let's just say that Mary Beth is an advocate for um, the libraries, and we've learned a lot about how libraries have kept up. Actually, Keeping up is not even it. They have really led the charge through access of information in the 21st century. That's that's my takeaway about this. Um, Mary Beth, what would you say? That's very true. And libraries really know the value of community dollars. So the libraries in the region have all banded together mm-hmm. to do those kind of uh, cost-effective sharing things that the government is talking about, making the best use of community dollars. So what they're finding is that every dollar that's invested in the system translates into $7 worth of services out into the community. So Erica's library and the other libraries are really maximizing those dollars and resources. Now, let me ask you a question. The... um the economy, as we know, is sort of limping along. It has been since 2008. Are more people using the library because it's just less expensive to check out a book than go to a bookstore and pay $32 for one? Well, I definitely see a huge increase in library usage. In the le- I've been at Red Hook now for three and a half going on four years. And when I started there, we were having between like thirty-five and 40,000 visits a year. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, in 2013, we had more than 235,000 wow. visits. And, and, and so is it is 
it a, a problem that at the same time more people are using it, you probably have less financial resources close to the economy? Well, that's exactly it. It's that yeah. we're being stretched. Grants are a lot trickier to get because there's a lot more competition for them. We do go out for grants mm-hmm. and are lucky. And actually, uh, Mid-Hudson Library System has been a tremendous help in helping us get some grants to help make ends meet. But it's definitely, we've also seen our growth grow much more quickly than our funding is, has not kept up. So that's an ongoing challenge for us. And Mary Beth Advocate of the Mid-Hudson Library System, you, you told us an amazing number of books that were taken out in the average year. How many books get taken out throughout the Hudson Valley? Um, in this past year, it was four million books. Four million books. Wow, that's an awful lot of reading. That's great stuff. Um, Erica Freudenberger, for the people who are listening in the Red Hook area, what are your hours? We are open 10 to 7, Monday through Friday, and 10 to 4 on Saturdays. And do we have any events coming up you want to talk about? We have so many events. I'm going to highlight a couple of the big ones. Um, coming Right now, we're in the middle of doing a big read with Bard College, which mm-hmm. we're really excited about. So everybody in the community is reading Housekeeping by Marilyn Robinson. And we've been doing all sorts of events around that. Um, April 11th and 12th is our annual Read Local Red Hook Literary Festival, where we celebrate local authors. And, and that's local authors in the Hudson Valley and their talents. And it's a full day of events. It starts Friday night with a gallery opening at the Red Hook Community Artist Network gal- Gallery. And then um, we're having a book discussion of housekeeping that evening. And then Saturday, we have all sorts of workshops throughout the village. So please come visit our village. And, then and when we, is this? When are the dates again? April 11th and 12th. Terrific. So Friday, April 11th is a gallery opening. Saturday, April 12th is a full day of events. And then in the evening, we end with stories on stage. And last year, as many people know, we had David Strathairn reading. This year, we have Mary Louise He's Wilson. the motion picture star. Yes, the yeah. motion right. picture. Yes. And this year, we have Mary Louise Wilson who was in Nebraska, which is, I think, was up for some awards. And yes, everything. So we're really excited about that. And then our Wonderful. next thing that we're looking forward to is Apple Blossom Day, which I know Jonah is familiar with because right. the Rotary right. puts it on it's every well, year. sponsored by the Red Hook Rotary. Yes, it is. And this is what's so wonderful about um, the library, your library, the Red Hook Library and Rotary Club. This community, uh, they integrate. Everything cross-pollinates in Red Hook. And I really think that the library, because of the building, um, not the least of which is Erica's personality. Right. And things that go on, like the, the event that you were just describing, it really is the heartbeat of your town. And you know the. And uh, I don't even live in Red Hook, and I think We'll, that. we'll let you visit, though, on, on Apple <laughs> Blossom Day. They do. Every now and again, they let me stop the car and get out. On Apple Blossom Day, which is coming up the day before Mother's Day, it's going to have it all is. sorts of vendors and, and buy, buy mom a present from the vendors. And visit the beautiful octagonal building, the historic Red Hook Library. And we're proud to say that there is a, a group called the Friends of the Red Hook Library. What's that all about, Erica? They are fantastic. We have, in fact, they're so fantastic, they've won a statewide award for what they do. And they are big advocates for the library. They also do a lot of fundraising. And this Apple Blossom Day, they will be unveiling the new Children's Learning Garden that they've Mm -hmm. been working on for the past year, which we're really, really excited about. Is that on the library grounds? It is. It's right outside of when we renovated the library in Uh 2010, 2011. And hoisted it up, right? Yes. Yes, when we elevated it, we also... Also renovated the ground floor into a new children's library space, and we're thrilled to see the number of kids coming in and using it. And we've quickly outgrown that space. So with the children's learning garden, we're going to have an outdoor space that we'll be able to use hopefully for six months of the year 
if the snow melts, <laughs> to do <laughs> programs. Have we ever see spring again? <laughs> and one of the le- leading lights in the uh, Friends of Red Hook Library is Red Hook Rotarian Barry Ramage. Hello, Barry. I know Barry's listening to us this morning. Um, and Rotary's been very, very proud to support the library and everything that you folks do. Now, getting back to the Mid-Hudson Library System and our guest, Mary Beth Advocate of the Mid-Hudson Library System, one of the great things about Mid-Hudson Library System, I think, is that, you know, I'll open up the New York Times Sunday book section, and I said, well, gee, I'm, I'm kind of interested in that new book, you know, um, and I can go on your website, reserve the book, and you will ship it to Red Hook free of charge. Tell, tell us how the whole uh, interlibrary loan system works, Mary Beth. Um, Jonah, you're totally right. You can order any book that you want through the library and have it brought to the library that you want to pick it up, and because uh, we are so good at resource sharing, we're able to deliver that book to the library that you want to pick it up at for less than the cost of a stamp. That's terrific. Now, let's get in time now for True Confessions. We're going to talk to Erica Freudenberger, the librarian of Metrook Public Library. Have you ever shushed anybody? I have never shushed anybody, but I have been shushed myself <laughs> by patrons. <laughs> How'd you get involved in becoming a librarian? What, what made you interested in that? Well, this is actually, I don't know, my 36th career or something oh, that like right? that. I started off as an independent bookseller, uh-huh. and I did that for more than a dozen years, then was a journalist, and now a librarian. But the one passion in my life has always been connecting people with information and believing that if people have good information, they'll make educated decisions. Um, and I have a real love of building community. And I feel like I'm just incredibly lucky to have landed in Red Hook because we have so many strong partnerships. I just want to be clear. The library, we've been able to do amazing things because of our community partners, because of the Chamber of Commerce and Bard College and the Rotary and the police and the village and the town. I mean, everybody is always willing to work together. And that's what makes it such an amazingly magical thing. And And that's our power. Is that Mary Beth Advocate, how did you get involved in the libraries? Well, I started off in business, and then I worked with all the farmers markets, and like Erica was saying, saw how important it is for communities to work together, and now my community started with the local library, but is now the five-county region of all the libraries working together. And uh, do you use volunteers both at the uh, Mid-Hudson Library System level and at the local level? Well, not so much at the system level, because they right. have, they really have a different role. But at Red Hook Public Library um, in 2013, we had volunteers give us more than 1,100 hours in service, and which is tremendous. And we use volunteers for everything from helping with day-to-day things and shelving to um, installing uh, lighting systems for us to uh, teaching Italian or Mandarin Chinese. It really depends. Is that right? Yeah. So we try and look at what <laughs> their skills are. And Matt, because we have many, many needs, and I'm not shy about asking for help. And if, so, you're out, if you're out of the Red Hook area, I'm sure your local library would love to have volunteers, right, Mary Beth? Absolutely. <laughs> so let's get the uh, content information again. If people want to get involved in downloading books or ain't learn about the Mid Hudson Library System, the uh, website, Mary Beth Advocate? What they want to do is connect with their local library. So they do that at midhudson.org slash libraries. One more time. Midhudson. Org slash libraries. And Erica Freudenberger, if you, people want to get involved with the Red Hook Library or n- learn more about uh, speaking Italian or Chinese, That's right. please visit www.redhooklibrary.org. One more time. www.redhooklibrary.org. And the phone number? 845-758-3241. Well, 
I want to thank Erica Freudenberger, uh, the librarian of the Red Hook Public Library, and Mary Beth Advocate of the Mid-Hudson Library System, not only for all the things you do to keep people literate and entertained with books, but for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you so much for having us and for helping share the message of libraries. It was our pleasure. And Sarah, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your central partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500 and by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, and Highland, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our engineer Jay the Wizard Verzi, and our beautiful producer, Miss Sue Naglary. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again at this same time next week for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.